the first in a united competition since 2020 of Roosters Radio. It's Silky and Bush here, and we're coming to you live from Manchester. We're only hours away from kickoff in the World Club Challenge, and Bush, we've been following the team from the start. Ten days it's been. We started in Spain. We're now in the UK. How good's it been? Oh, Silky, I am so excited. From the moment we arrived at Sydney Airport, you could feel the energy. We hopped over via Doha. Exciting. We met up with the boys in Spain. The journey to the World Club Challenge has been unbelievable. We've caught up with all of our players in our squad. We've caught up with all of our staff and supporters. And what an exciting time it's going to be. Kickoff is hours away. I cannot wait to be at Wicked Stadium tonight, cheering on our almighty Chooks as we go to the World Club Challenge for our fifth title. Yeah, that's right, Bush. We've sat down with the playing group to get their thoughts and insights on the tour thus far. You know, we've done some amazing things. We've taken in the sights, the smells and sounds of Spain. We got to see Lionel Messi and Barca take on Getafe at the New Camp Stadium in front of 90,000 people. We got to see the team train in an opposed session at the former Olympic Stadium there in Barcelona against the Catalan Dragons, coached by former Roosters assistant coach Steve Mack. We got the opportunity to sit down and have a chat with former Roosters Sam Mower and Jimmy Maloney and talk about their love of the Roosters. Well, Silky, that's right. We've come up here to the north of England now in Manchester. The people have been so welcoming. The weather, not so much. We went up to Wicked Stadium, and what an amazing venue. 20,000 purpose-built rugby league stadium where tonight the fans will be cheering, screaming, singing. Can't wait to invoke that atmosphere. Through the week, we joined Teddy, Nat Butcher, Sammy Verrills, Egan Butcher, star of the future, out at Etihad Stadium. And I'll tell you what, Silky, it was West Ham versus Manchester City. What a venue, what a facility, what an experience. The crowd, the goals, it was just had everything about it. And I'll tell you what, we've really sucked in this emotion, this trip, the sights, the sounds, the smells of the north of England. And I'll tell you what, we've taken a bit of the cold weather with us as well. Well, Bush, to kick off this first episode of Roosters Radio for season 2020, we thought we'd go straight to the top. We've sat down with our co-captains Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend. And of course, we're going to kick things off down there at the lobby with our coach, the one and only Trent Robinson. City Roosters fans, we are here with uh, our much-loved coach, Trent Robinson, the foyer of the hotel. We are on the eve of the World Club Challenge, and uh, Robbo, firstly, welcome to the Roosters Radio Road Trip. It's a pleasure to have you here, senior creator. <laughs> very, very happy to be on the Roosters Radio Road Trip in uh, in a hotel foyer in, uh, in Worsley. Coach, tomorrow night, two tribes go to war where uh, the best in the world from both hemispheres face off. How important is this match in our rugby league calendar? It's extremely important. It's uh, the two teams, the best teams from the northern and southern hemisphere, and you get to play for the world champion. So 
you know, just in those words there, they're, they're, they're quite big words, words when they come to sport. And we want to be the best rugby league team on this planet. So um, we take it seriously and, um, yeah, we want to perform well tomorrow night. Coach, it's been an amazing experience for our uh, younger Rooster players and some of our senior players to just have the opportunity to come out and spend a little bit of time in Barcelona culturally and then before they head up to the North of England. Uh, as a former player, uh, coach of the Catalina Dragons, how important is that experience to you to be able to bring the team out and, and show them this side of the world, this side of life? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things there. I think taking them to a, uh, an amazing city like Barcelona, I think it allows them to uh, experience a city that's uh, culturally uh, got an amazing depth to it, uh, obviously with, uh, especially with Gaudi and his, his background, the Catalan uh, culture as well and the, 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 the proudness that they, uh, they live from day to day. Uh, and then there's the other thing about uh, I love uh, French Rugby League and, and to last year to offer Toulouse the opportunity to train against us in Paris and now Catalan Dragons in, uh, in Barcelona. Uh, it keeps that flame alight for uh, for the fans and offers them an experience which uh, which they don't usually get from uh, NRL teams. Robbo, you just touched on culture there. Can you just shine a light on some of the, the activities that the players got involved with? Yeah, so we we basically had two days. We had uh, first day was a cultural tour of the city based on Gaudi. Um, one of the most uh, amazing architectural sort of feats in, in, in the world in the Sagrada Familia uh, and what Gaudi uh, started and, and people are finishing there. So that was an experience as well as some of uh, the apartment, the uh, Pedrera, which is uh, one of his apartments that he designed. So that was a bit of an opening for them to understand how art can have an effect on a city. Uh, and then the following day was around uh, Barcelona and the development of their sort of history in, in especially leading into sort of the, the Guardiola period, uh, what Cruyff set up, what Guardiola set up and the, the football that they're renowned for uh, through La Masia and, and through the uh, new camp. So, uh, yeah, great experience. Robbo, last year you took the boys on a tour of the Somme and we kind of understand that because our forefathers, you know, perished there in World War One. but it's a little bit different. It's a lot different, really, a bit more cultural and architecture and art. What does that teach our players? Well, there's a, I mean, you don't want to just go over the similar stuff over and over again. We, we, we definitely we get to play Anzac Day and we value that and we got to experience that last year and then this year was about giving them a, an understanding of a worldly city and, and what it takes... Uh, what culture can look like from a different angle through art and, uh, and through a, an ancient uh, uh, culture as well like uh, the Catalans. Coach, you're quite revered over here in Catalans. You coached there with some great success. The other day we had an opportunity to uh, face off against the Catalan Dragons, coached by former Rooster Steve Mack, uh, the likes of former Roosters players Jimmy Maloney, Sam Moa. Uh, you know, all coached by you. Did you kind of feel a little bit of your DNA was left in that club? They looked sharp. It looked Robo-esque, if it's a respectful way to say to Mac. Um, did you feel a bit of that? Uh, I loved it there. I loved it. Um, uh, it was sort of the start of my head coaching career over there. And, um, yeah, I invested a lot of time. And I, I don't... Uh, it's been quite a few years since I've been there. But uh, good people. And, and often in those clubs, it's the same type of people that I, I worked with. So it was good to see him the other day. And uh, it's good to train against him, obviously, with the, some of the Roosters players, Sonny Lange as well, uh, playing there. So it was uh, Remy Casti. Uh, so, yeah, there were some Rooster-fied people on the ground the other day. 
we know it's a big schedule, but uh, the people of the North of England have been so uh, welcoming. It's fantastic to be in St Helens. Um, it's a different style of footy. Uh, we'll be up for the challenges we always are under your leadership and guidance. But um, it's interesting to see they've got a, an Australian coach there with a similar style to the Roosters or an NRL style, if you will. Uh, is that what you're looking to be expecting tomorrow night? Yeah, I think the first thing there is people love rugby league up here. They um, they, they really support their, their footy and it's been great to see the Northern England, Englanders get out there and um, and support training sessions for us. Uh, Footy-wise, yeah, the, the, the St Helens, obviously Justin Holbrook's had a, a big influence on their style of play. Christian Wolf's come in with a defensive style um, to, to add to that attacking style. Um, yeah, and they've got uh, they've got some some strong players there that that, that, that are keen to face off to an Australian team. So um, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to it. Boys are ready to rock and roll, so can't wait to get out there. Couple of changes from last year's squad. Obviously, yeah, we've got Angus playing uh, in the in the centres, and and young Kyle Flanagan, who we watched training tonight. You've been impressed with how he's fitted in thus far? Yeah, he. I mean, obviously, he was there day one. Day dot, he sort of started and started to learn what it takes to be a Roosters player. Uh, he's kept his own individual style, and uh, can't wait to watch him there. And Angus, uh, the big powerful man out there in the centres, it's. Uh, yeah, so uh, looking forward to watching him. And what are you expecting from the crowd at uh, Totally Wicked Stadium tomorrow night? Yeah, expecting uh, the English chants, uh, expecting uh, the vocal support, but they also love their NRL. I know I noticed a few uh, Saints supporters and Roosters supporters out there, so I expect um, vocal crowd, but also great support uh, for Rugby League, not just St Helens. Finally, Coach, to finish on a cultured note, you're a highly thoughtful and intellectual man, but uh, let me just ask you what you prefer to have on your bocadillo or baguette uh, for those out there, the culinary roosters. Well, I mean, there's a couple of different options there depending on the, the way the sun's shining. I think, um, you know, a duck pâté with uh, with some camembert's always nice on a, on a cold um, French morning around February. But if you're in the middle of August, then... You know, obviously the the sausage and the and the the hard Pyrenees cheese is more my liking. So um, that's <laughs> that's uh, yeah, they're my two options. But yeah, very much a very much a summer and a winter dish there. What's Fence. yours, Bush? Uh, mine is, as you said, Rodo, uh, it's anything, but uh, it's, uh, you know, Jamon avec fromage, Jouannerie, avec Coach Robinson, right? <laughs> That's uh, a petit peu. <laughs> May our Roosters fans and the French fans out there enjoy the fact that you're bilingual as a coach. And, mate, thank you so much for spending time on your Roosters Radio Road Trip. All right. Thanks, boys. Enjoy having you here. Well, Roosters fans, joining us now, our co-captain, the one and only Jake Friend. Friendy, welcome to Roosters Radio for the first time in 2020. Thanks for having me again, boys. Now, look, before we talk footy, I want to uh, talk to you a bit more in detail. We had a chat on the bus when we got off the plane the other day. But, mate, look, the sights, the smells, the sounds that is Barcelona. I mean, a cultured man like yourself, you've got a, a cafe up there in uh, at Randwick. What were some of the, the takeaways from you on that tour, that amazing tour? Yeah, mate, you know, we uh, were lucky enough to get around the city and, um, you know, popped into a few little establishments, some nice food, um, you know, probably for me, uh, the produce, you know, the, the produce over there, you know, salamis, the, their fruits, um, you know, the markets at La Rumbles, they're pretty amazing. So, um, and then you, you know, they keep it simple, but, but they use the best ingredients. So much like High Street, I think. It, mate, it reminded me of the High, High Street Cafe. In fact, uh, I'm hoping we can see, are we going to see the Bocadillo on the menu? <laughs> Yeah, mate, um, you know, I'm thinking a few more baguettes and um, a wider range of salamis. 
Yeah, perfect. Friend, you also know that, uh, you mate, you're a bit of a fashionista in this group. You're always uh, looking, you know, looking around. How have you found the, the fashion in, in Barcelona, mate? They're, they're, they're ahead of their game in there. And I notice you've been, uh, you know, up and down the shops having a look. You're a watchman. There's a few finer details you picked up on. How did you find that? Yeah, you know, um, just do me best with a head like this. you got to dress well. So, <laughs> um, no, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is a very trendy city, um, you know, not just the actual city, but I guess the people walking around and, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll see if I can take anything back to the, the streets of Bondi. Mate, a player of your stature in our club, uh, you know, looking back, there's, there's some young young players on tour here, part of our group. You know, you're one of our, our leaders. Have you found it with them? I mean, you know, does it get exciting for you to be around young blokes to look back on and reflect it that was when it was your time? Um, you know, how do you feel when you see those young players coming through and what a great experience it is for them? Yeah, mate, you know, I think it's, um, you know, we're very lucky this club to be able to have these sort of experiences. Um, a lot of a lot of clubs don't and, um, you know, for me, I, I guess I, I've been here a long time and, and had plenty of them and um, I, I suppose you almost don't sit back and think about it you sort of just take it for granted but you know for some of the young guys you know semi walker at 17 and he's come over he's he's done barcelona he's you know been training with us and and got to see you know so much of the world already um you know for those guys a couple of the other young guys like christian tupanua uh aj you know it's they're awesome experiences and you know i think um you know obviously the footy side is is awesome but you know these these sort of experiences. Um, you know the stuff off field are things that you you sort of remember forever. You know the Barcelona FC game. Um, but for me, it'll be something I always remember, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be the same with a lot of the boys. Friend, is there any truth in the rumor that uh, Sammy Walker's telling everyone that he, you know, and he finishes his career, and it'll be a long time, he's going to go into be a pastry chef, and you're going to employ him in the High Street Cafe? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't mind a croissant, Sammy Walker. So <laughs> haven't we noticed? <laughs> You just touched on, um, on, the, on the football experience that we were all lucky enough to attend there at Barcelona. But, I mean, some of the other things you, you got to tour the facility at Barca, uh, you know, any other highlights of the trip so far? Yeah, I, I thought the academy was awesome, um, you know, to see what they do from grassroots up as an organisation and, you know, to have uh, sort of that one goal from, from you know, from under-8s till uh, the top league and... and uh, you know how big of an organization it is that was pretty cool and you know obviously to get a look around that was was something special so i don't know what we can take out of as a club but you know i think there's definitely more we can do from you know our our lower uh, grades you know around the the local area and sort of try and uh, get everyone's heading towards the same sort of structure and goal um with with our juniors well one thing that is evident that this barcelona is a successful club and our, our last two years or our last probably decade we've, we've been uh, you know hugely successful and you've been a, a big part of that so hopefully the the future we will be in fact the the Barcelona of the rugby league world yeah you know I think and we've got some great young guys coming through and um, you know they're going to take that on um, there's some guys over here at the moment that you know will be playing uh, regularly in in the next few years and um, you know I think short term we're in we're in great hands with those guys and um, you know I, I guess like you said hopefully we can build you know a little platform there for for younger local guys to sort of come through and and um, you know make it the Sydney Roosters Academy sort of thing. Friendy just changing gears so uh, our focus is on the World Club Challenge it's going to be a uh, you know a a big task to come up against a very informed, very well coached St Helens team. 
Uh, the press conference didn't give away too much on either side. Um, how are the conditions, uh, the changing conditions for us at this time of year? We've just come through bushfires. It's extreme conditions of heat in Australia. We come out here, it's nice and warm in Barcelona, but then you get to the north of England and it's trying. It's cold, it's it's raining, it's a bit. How's that going to affect on Saturday night? Yeah, you know, we, we trained in it yesterday. Um, we knew it was going to be most probably raining and wet and I wasn't disappointed. So, um, yeah, you know, um, I suppose... Uh, we've just got to cop it. Uh, you might, you know, we, we want to play our style of footy, but that might mean, you know, a step closer with the passes. And obviously we'll have to see how the conditions are on, um, Saturday night, but, you know, both teams have to play in it. So, um, whilst they play in it a bit more, I think we'll be fine with it. It's a mouth-watering um, competition between our front row and theirs. There's, there's, you know, James Roby's a legend of the game. He's the nine you're, you're up against, and that's going to be a pretty physical encounter in the, in the front row there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, those boys, they play a lot of footy. Um, you know, their three middles sort of get together and, and um, play together, both coming out of trouble and, and you know, at the line. So uh, de- defensively in the middle, we're going to have to be really good. And, um, you know, we've watched our video on them guys. And, um, you know, there's plenty of experience, but, you know, um, we've got JWH, Siwa, you know, Isaac, Liu, uh, Victor Radley. Uh, I'm pretty happy to be in our squad, so... We won it last year. No team's ever won back-to-back uh, World Club challenges. Has Robbo mentioned that? Has, has that been discussed at all? No, not really. You know, it has been talked about uh, a little bit. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be touched on today. Today's our last session. So, um, you know, when we love those sort of things here at the Roosters and, you know, we uh, we value this game very much. And, you know, to be able to do it first time back-to-back would be obviously something special to have, you know, um, as a team but as a club so yeah i'm sure we'll touch on it but you know i think there's a there's a slow simmer simmer in the group to uh you know go and get the job done tomorrow night we sat down with at dinner uh, a couple of nights ago and we had a quick chat with yourself and and orbo just as, as orbo heads towards that milestone 300 plus game you, you've been with him since day one here at the club very cl- good mate of yours uh I know Albo doesn't look look at you know milestones like that, but as a club, do you think it's it's, it's something to celebrate? Albo's hitting that number this year. Yeah, mate. I think you know he's going to be the bloke. Sort of. Um, yeah, he doesn't want anything with it. He just wants to play three hundred and just keep doing what he does at the club. And you know, I suppose that's why he he's got that number and he will get that number this year. And um, yeah. Mate, as a as a mate and as a teammate, um, you know, I'm, oh, I suppose you look up at Orbo, uh, both on and off the field. He's a great family man and you know a great clubman. So um, yeah, you know, it's a, it's exciting for the for the club to sort of have another 300 cl- um, gamer, and you know, he's uh, he's a good chance of um, becoming the most capped rooster. So which I think would be pretty fitting for for a guy like Orbo. Well, Friendy, great finish and, and great compliment of, uh, of a club legend like Orbo. Uh, we want to wish you the best on Saturday night. And, uh, mate, we've really learnt a lot about, you know, what a great team and great culture. And it's it's great leadership like yourself. So Roosters Radio fans love you. You're a fan favourite. Uh, you're a Roosters Radio favourite. And uh, we wish you the best Saturday night. Thanks, guys. Well, uh, I'll see you for a Guinness after the game. <laughs> Spoken like a leader. Uh, good night. I'm, I'm talking on behalf of uh, Barcelona. Uh, I just want to say... Uh, uh, thank you very much for coming here to Barcelona. Uh, we are very pleased to have you here. Uh, for us, it's an honor to have one of the best teams worldwide 
here in uh, in our club. Then uh, for sure that uh, we you learn a lot uh, from Barcelona, but definitely we will learn a lot from you. Well, Roosters fans, as we always do every year, we catch up with our leaders first, and there's no one greater than our Australian New South Wales. And Sydney Roosters captain, he's brought us lots of great memories. He gets us out of trouble from our own line. He's bring us three premierships. He's bring us state of origin trophies. I'm going to get sick of talking about success. So we're going to talk to him about his other passion, and that is travel. Boydy Cordner, as always, mate, big fan of our show, and we're a huge fan of you. Thanks for joining us on Roosters Radio Road Trip. Thanks, mate. It's only fitting that, um, you know, we're, we're talking about traveling, and we're over here in England, and, you know, we've been to Spain together. So, mate, it's good to catch up and... And chat a bit of a uh, bit of history and and whatnot. Now, Boydie, uh, you know a lot of people know you as you know the rough and tumble, hard working back rower, highly skilled, good looking bloke. We know all those attributes, <laughs> mate. We don't want to go too too far into it. What they don't know about is you're an avid tourist. You love travel. You like cooking. You've got lots of different hobbies outside football. And one of them, uh, one of them is you know Spain, mate. You love Barcelona. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in Barcelona on our uh, on our way to the World Club Challenge? Yeah, I love Spain. I love travelling. But there's one thing I do love about travelling is architecture. I was lucky enough to go to uh, Chicago um, at the end of last year with the missus, and I dragged along along the the cruise tour there along the harbour and and got to know about all all the um, architects and the buildings and how brand new it is because of obviously the devastating fires that went through the, the city of Chicago and I was very interested to see how that got rebuilt and um, yeah that was that was a really good eye-opener but coming to Spain everyone you know wants to go watch the soccer and and everything like that there's a few good bars there but there is this architect that I do love his name's Gaudi and we went and checked yeah, out right, yeah. yeah have you heard of him yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, one of the, the world's preeminent um, architects of the 19th century. That is, that is right. And he's got this this one really famous um, piece, call it piece, it's a church. And, you know, he's been working on this thing for for years and years and apparently the end product's going to be in 2026. So, yeah, it's nearly done now, but um, the, the details and everything can... Um, everything about it is just is just spot on, so good. So, so speaking of your love of all things architecture, Boyd, obviously the Sagrada Familia, the, the famous church in Barcelona, um, one of Gaudi's pieces. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a, a great history um, with the design, and you know they're still building it. Um, you know, a hundred plus years later, what do you know about um, some of his work there? His first task was to finish the crypt in 1889. That's, wow, that's a long time ago. Wow. Um, yeah, before we go on again, it must be said that he greatly improved upon the original plan, like I was saying. He, he made space for it to keep going, and the end product's meant to be in 2026. So we're nearly there, but it's crazy to think where it must have started out at. Oh, absolutely. So, Boydy, just to round off our discussions on the architecture and the culture of Barcelona, what is it about Gaudi, if you could just sum it up in a couple of words, that, that you love? Look, um, there is a lot of um, architects out there, but I just love his abstract nature and and the way he, he plans stuff out but then executes it. This is just an amazing reveal on Roosters Radio. I mean, the fans are going to love this. Yeah. The fans well, are going to absolutely love this. There you go. Moving on from architecture, let's talk a bit about the culture, the, the sites, the smells that, that are Barcelona, you know, the food. What are some of the highlights for you 
away from the the designs of the buildings. Yeah, look, that was um, definitely a, a highlight. But other than that, um, I think just the experience we got to come over as a team. We're very lucky to be here at the Sydney Roosters and to, to have guys like Robbo and Nick leading us. Um, uh, just walking along the streets, um, you know, the food that we went and ate. We went went to uh, Camp New, which um, obviously the Barcelona team um, plays out of, and then went and toured their facilities and everything like that. And you know, we got a, we got a, a lot out of that. Um, we got some good training done along the way as well, because you know we're over here to to win a title and. Um, we didn't lose sight of that, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of boys that got some pretty good life experiences out of it. Well, I know one of the highlights for me personally was going to New Camp and watching Barcelona play and then the follow-up tour of the facility at the New Camp. Can you just give our listeners a bit of insight into you know, what we got to see and what we got to experience there? Yeah, sure. So um, at the facilities that we sort of went through... Um, their their dorms obviously didn't go to the rooms but we're down where where they stay and um look these kids come from everywhere over spain or the the catalonia the state as they call it um to to go there at eight years old to um until they make it so there's under eight there's two under eight teams two under nine teams two under tens all the way up to um i think it's reserves um but just to see Johan Cruyff, uh, he was uh, the coach who came in and changed it all. And um, so how the thing that, that amazed me is how the first team plays is how they're teaching the under-8s to play. So uh, it was pretty interesting. And, um, yeah, just to see and ask about all the young players coming through, was um, yeah, it was awesome. Bordy, one thing that was a highlight for all of us, including, you know, everyone else that's on tour, you know, Roosters Radio's on tour. We've got some major sponsors here. Um but the stadium itself and the game day was big, and to be able to have the opportunity to sit in the corner there with with the with the boys and everything else for you as our leader, uh, you've played in some big games. You know, you've won some, you've had some magical moments, and there'll be many more to come. How did you find that experience on, on a personal level? Yeah, it was um, it was a great experience, um, especially while we're talking about the history of the side and and um, and and Barcelona itself to go and watch them at a home game and. To think that there was ninety thousand people there, and and that's normal for them week in week out. They play all the time. Um, just goes to show how much they love their football team over here. And um, yeah, it was an experience that, that I won't forget, mate. Moving over from the uh, the sunshine that was Spain to the uh, the cold and dreary weather that is the UK. We've been here for a, a couple of days now, and it's it's rained pretty much nonstop ever since. But um, we do have a game of football. Uh, to play, we're playing St Helens uh, here on Saturday night. You've been watching the boys train. How are they looking? Yeah, they're they're looking really good. They had probably one of the best sessions um, I've seen them have yesterday at Warrington, and um, you can just tell they were bouncing around. They're ready to go, and um, you know it has been a a really good trip. But um, yeah, we're over here for a job, like you said. We're we're here to win a game of footy, and and that's been our number one focus since. Since we come over to Spain, since we've landed in England, so we haven't lost sight of what we wanted to do. Boydie, we were talking the other night at the, uh, the official media call with the CEO of St Helens, Mike, about the conditions. Um, he lovingly looks back on a period in 2007 when the Brisbane Broncos were hit with snow, rain, sleet, and everything else. He's also been praying on a daily basis for something similar for our roosters. 
with your experience, uh, you know, how, how different is it going to be for our boys to take the field on Saturday night? We all know how cold it is, but how different will it be? Yeah, you just had to go out in the training field um, last night and see um, once that wind picks up how how uh, chilly it can be. But yeah, so I've always believed that um, you know whatever whatever the conditions are, no matter what, there's both teams still have to play in it. So although they play in it probably more often, like both teams aren't at a disadvantage at any way. I don't think. Uh, now, on a, on a bit of a sad note, um, many of our Roosters fans would know that Mossy Masoy, who you would have played with uh, at the Chooks, is doing it pretty tough. Um, he's got a, had a neck injury playing in the Super League over here. But you went to a fundraiser last night over at Hull. Uh, can you just tell us a bit about that? Yeah, look, we, we took off. Um, myself, Trent and uh, and Fitzy went over to um, the fundraiser for Mossy and that was it was good to see uh both teams there, uh, both Hull FC and, and Kingston Rovers, uh, turn up to, to pack out this this restaurant and show their support behind Mossy. And um, yeah, it's obviously very saddening news. Obviously, him being one of our own, he debuted at the club, and you know he does bleed red, white, and blue. He's got a little bit of that blood in him. So um, to go over there was was nothing for us, but to to see the turnout for him, I think you know us three us three boys got a lot out of that. Well, Bordy, I'm sure, uh, you know, here at Roosters Radio, you as our, our leader, uh, you know, Coach Robinson and all of our Roosters, Chairman Nick Politis, you know, wish Mossy and his family all the best. Now, turning our heads to Saturday night's game, uh, just to, to round off, Bordy, they play a very similar style of football, St Helens. Uh, they've got a great coach uh, in Christian Wolf. Um, you know, he's had the Tongan side. He's had some success there. Uh, he knows a lot of our Tongan boys and how we play. Yep. Is that going to give them more of a competitive advantage than anyone else in the English Super League would have had? Yeah, look, they're a great team and uh, they showed last year. Um, I think they might have cleared 16 points of the competition leading into the final. So uh, they've got that same core group of players and um, I think it might have helped having uh, Justin, Justin Holbrook there as their coach who was under under Robbo as well. So I'm sure that they would be, um, they'd be sort of going to play a similar style of footy as us. Uh, but at the same time... Um, you know, we're 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 primed. It's our first game. They've played about three or four at the moment, but we're looking to. You know, there's no excuses for us. We need to turn up. Well, Boyd, mate, uh, I know you're not playing on on Saturday night. You're gonna have a rest, but I'm sure uh, we'll have a few beers after the match, and and maybe even follow up discussion about your uh, your love of all things drawing, architecture, and uh, you know the craftsmanship that is Antonio Gowdy. Can't wait, mate. Be good. There he is, folks. The one and only. Architect of the future, Boyd Cordner. Now, Boydy, just a message to our newfound Barca fans. I know the boys had an equal impact on the Catalanians as, as they've had on us. Uh, what is your message to the newfound Barcelona Roosters? Gracias, compañeros. Hasta luego. Wow, he's global. Oh, my God.